Welcome to Get Uncomfortable with Dakota and Shay, the podcast where we discuss why we enjoy seeking out challenges and how this stimulates personal and professional growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn to welcome adversity into your daily routine. Through discussion, we want to show you how seeking out challenges will help you grow in all areas of your life. We plan to cover topics such as surrounding yourself with the right people, the importance of physical exertion, learning new and difficult skills, and many others. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Shay McMaster from Enlightened Athlete. We run a gym here in downtown Hastings. If you don't know, that's who I am. Uh, we've been doing this about five years. Thank you for all the new people who are tuning in. I've had a lot of new people listen to the show. Uh, we've had a lot of downloads, so thank you so much for visiting us and spending your time with us in this noisy world. Just as a quick recap, if you have not yet, go back and listen to our last uh, two or three episodes. They've been really good, gotten a lot of really good feedback on them. The most recent is with Megan Borzakovsky. Very interesting story. She was a nurse. Uh, go listen to it. She quit being a nurse, actually. Um, the one before that was the most insidious gateway drug and some terrifying statistics. That's a pretty good episode. I think it's kind of a good take on like the actual state of the health, the health situation in America and how this gateway drug is pushed on kids and adults and it's touted as safe and convenient and it's really, really damaging to our health overall. And then the one before that was also really good with Kayla Keep. She's an orofacial myofunctional therapist. So go listen to those episodes if you haven't yet and tell me what you think about them. Also, if you haven't, please leave us a rating or review on whatever app you use to listen to the show if you're able to do so. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can also head over to enlightenedathlete.com and sign up for the newsletter to be updated of new episodes, uh, new merch. We have some new shirts coming in the next, hopefully, week. Hopefully it's done this week. Um, some new shirts coming out so you can find us on Instagram and look at those and see what you think of those. If you want to buy one, I'll put them up on the website at some point. Yeah, that's good. So today, what I wanted to get into for the show, this is some practical, actionable advice for you to employ on your journey. I've had a lot of people talk to me about their frustration when it comes to losing weight. They are so focused on one single metric as if that is the determinant of if they are a good person or not, the scale. Um, yes, it is a useful tool. It is something that helps us monitor where we're going. I'm not saying don't use the scale. I'm saying use the scale maturely. So how often do you get on a scale? And if you're trying to lose weight, this will resonate with you. If you know somebody in your life who is trying to lose weight, you've probably talked to them about this or they've talked to you about it. If you get on the scale and it doesn't say what you want it to say in the morning, the rest of your day is shit. You feel like shit. You feel like you failed. You feel frustrated. You feel pissed off. Maybe you've come a long way. Maybe you have lost a lot of weight, but you're hitting a plateau and you can't lose the weight. Now, when that happens, there's basically two options. You can keep going, keep doing the things you need to do, adjust the plan as necessary, or you can quit. What does quitting get you? It gets you back to square one. It gets you back to day one. It gets you all the weight gained back. It does not move you forward. It, quitting is not helpful. So if the scale has become a point of contention for yourself and you feel like it is ruining your life and it is making you stressed out, it's making you frustrated, it's getting you close to the point of saying, fuck it, I'm going to go eat a bunch of uh, donuts, stop using the scale for a while. Okay. So stop using the scale and stop worrying about the scale. You need to refocus and you need to bring it back to the micro 
Um, what I would recommend is focusing on all of the wins you've already had. You've probably had a lot of really powerful wins already, a lot of progress made, a lot of habits changed, things that you maybe haven't even thought about. Maybe you're sleeping better. Maybe your clothes fit differently in a better way. Maybe you learned how to cook a bunch of new food that you've never cooked before. You learned how to meal prep. Maybe you are setting the example for your family on health, actual health and well-being versus just setting an example of uh, this number on the scale. Instead of just setting the example of weight loss, you're setting the example for health. They're seeing you work out. They're seeing you meditate, cope with stress better, drink water, go to bed at a good time. Maybe you're sleeping more than you were before. Like those are all powerful things that you can find that are positive that you can focus on besides just this number on the scale. The scale is a useful tool, but sometimes we need a break from it. Um, and if you can't handle it, maybe find somebody you could weigh in in front of and have them jot it down for you. And at a certain point, yes, you need to take into account what that thing is saying. If it's saying you keep gaining weight, you're doing the wrong shit, right? You are eating too much. You are not moving enough. But don't focus so heavily on that and let it fall off because there's a lot of other metrics that you can use for health, not just the scale. That is the big point I wanted to make about this. So find positive things to focus on instead of just that scale, okay? Number two, the thing you can do if you can't get ahead and you can't lose that last 15 to 20 pounds and you're just stuck, what should you focus on? You should focus on your daily actions and habits. So the things that you do each day consistently for a long time, as if the scale didn't exist, you just keep plugging away at those good habits. Uh, some examples, find one thing that you can do every day to move you forward. So maybe it's eating protein at every meal. Maybe it's getting 10,000 steps every day this week. Maybe it's drinking X ounces of water every day this week. Maybe it's drinking no soda for the month. Maybe it's getting eight hours of sleep. Maybe it's working out a certain number of times a week. Maybe it's meditating a certain number of times a week. The list goes on. So start to work in more healthy habits and actions that you take each day, the things that you can control because you can't control what the scale says all the time. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Sleep amount and quality, hormonal fluctuations, stress, water retention, time of day, um, all sorts of things can go into the fluctuation on that scale. So don't you can't always control what it's going to say, but you can control what you do each day, and that's what you should focus on. So you refocus on the things that you can control, the actions that you take each day, and you focus on positive things. That's going to help move you forward. This is some practical, actionable advice for you to employ on your journey if you're struggling. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay focused on the positive. And until next time, go get uncomfortable.